This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Manya. And I am also one of your co-hosts, and I am Terry. And I get the distinct pleasure of introducing our guest to you today. We are welcoming Teen, Teen, right? Teen Zikas to um is joining us today teen welcome we're so so happy to have you join us today and thank you for having me i'm so excited to be here yes yes so um we know why we were excited to speak with you why don't you tell us a little bit about the things you're working on and why it is a good the good conversation that we'll have out of some of the things you're doing sure sure um so again, I'm Teen Zekas. Um, I am a career changer of many sorts. <laughs> um, I started out as a teacher, and then I moved into software engineering. Um, and then through that process, I dramatically increased my salary. And, um, and then I realized at some point that the thing I was enjoying most was helping other Black women do the same. So mm-hmm. um, I founded Getting Black Women Paid where I help Black women accelerate their careers and increase their income. And in the process of all of that, um, I published my first book on imposter syndrome. Nice. And, and I think that's where the, the topic we're going to talk about comes in. So, um, so the book is Overcoming Imposter Syndrome at Work, mm-hmm. The Black Woman's Guide to Conquer Perfectionism, Stop Overthinking, and Thrive in Your Career. Mm-hmm. And I have a full chapter devoted to assembling your hype squad. Those are the two words that grabbed me right away. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we all, and I didn't realize I needed one until I read them. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, many of us already have, um, you know, one or two of those, of those sort of inner circle friends who really support us in, in whatever we do, but um, it can be important to be intentional about cultivating that, that squad, right? And and grabbing folks from different areas of your life, right? My my mom is my biggest fan. She's going to support me no matter what I'm doing. But when it comes to making business decisions, you know, she does never run her own business. So she doesn't have that context to be a, a person to lean on in that way. Um, and so, you know, while they can be your cheerleader, you might also want, you know, colleagues from work or, you know, people in your same industry, Um you know, folks who know you outside of work and, you know, just to have mentors, right? Folks who are where you're trying to go and mentees, right? You want to make sure that you also have folks that you're, you're passing along your experience with, because that can also mm-hmm. make you realize how far you've actually come, right? When someone who's, yeah. who's on the path that you're, that you've already traveled and, and you can show them, you know, a bit of what you've accomplished. So I think having all of those different pieces, on your hype squad can be a huge, a huge boost. 
Now, did you come up with the term hype squad? I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember where, where it came up. Um, I, yeah, I started using hype squad and I started using it with my friends and then we all started doing things where, you know, someone would brag about something maybe on Slack and the rest of us would all reply, hype, 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 you know, just... <laughs> It became a mantra and a and a group, you know, rallying. Exactly, right? exactly. <laughs> and I love that because, as you just described it, it's people who might already be friends with, but it's people at different stages of their career might be mentor mentee relationship. So it isn't necessarily friends, but I like that the core of it kind of came out of your friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and and even I have in terms of my, my friendships on my hype squad, I kind of have two levels. Um, level isn't the right word because that implies a hierarchy, but two different flavors, I guess, of, of hype squads. Um, so I have one group, um, that I mentioned sort of, we have a a Slack space that we share. Um, we all used to, many of us used to work at the same company. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us are in the same industry. Um, we're mostly women and non-binary folks. And so we deal with, you know, the challenges of being in tech, um, as a gendered minority there. Um, and so that is one group that has been really strong for me in terms of, you know, when I'm going through a career transition or, you know, Hey, does this look right? Like I saw this thing on this job description, did that look weird to you? Um, and then I have another group of close friends. We've known each other since we were eight years old. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, And, and, I don't know if this is by happenstance, we all ended up in education. So they're, they're still in education now, but um, in 2010, so gosh, 14 years ago, mm-hmm. um, we started meeting every month to talk about just sort of getting it together, just getting our stuff together. Right. And so we, mm-hmm. we had this like working definition of like, well, what's a together lady? Like, I want to be this kind of person. And so we set goals every month. We meet and talk about, you know, what did, what did we accomplish? What's our priority for the next month? And then we even check in every year and say, okay, well, where are we now? Where are we trying to go? And it's, you know, it's a bit more formalized than I think most (laughs) friendships are, but it has been just a huge, um, a huge piece of my overall personal and professional development to have these folks who, who really know what my struggles are, who can, find that balance between accountability and grace, you know, they can say, you know, you're right. You can, you can say, I need you to hold mm-hmm. me accountable. Like you said, you were going to do this thing. Did you do it? Did you do it? But also that grace of you're not a failure because you, you missed this one thing or or what have you. And that's, that's just been such a huge part of my, of my adult life has been this work with these friends. Yeah. I, I'm thinking about, um, some of the organizations, the big organizations I've worked for over the years. And um, two things I think of the the one, one thing you just said about the others being able to hold you accountable because you said you would do this. You said you would do that. And the distinct advantage is that you all known each other since you were younger. So it's a combination now of now taking your, everybody's work experiences Mm-hmm. And combining it and melding with what they what you each know about each other, one another personally. My and so my point with thinking about that is having people who knew you before 
you were have these goals. Um, in corporate in a big settings, it's almost it's very difficult to form that. Sure. Um, and I I wonder if you could speak to the the importance of having individuals who have known you um, mm. versus or or the way to manage it when you're in a corporate setting and you're brought together with with some like-minded people, but they don't know who you really are intrinsically. Sure, sure. Oh, that's such a good question. I mean, for mm. me, I think that one of the things that's been valuable is in talking with the people I know really well and who know me, um, they can help me develop the ability to communicate my needs better. Right. Mm, so, yeah. so through bouncing ideas off of them, I can learn how to communicate, you know, in a corporate setting, Hey, you know, this is the kind of communicator I am, or this mm -hmm. is the kind of praise I like to get, or this is how I need feedback. Right. And so that you can um, be better equipped to, to help people fill in those gaps, right. They don't know necessarily, you know, what your background is or where you're coming from, but if you can articulate you know, this is, this is the kind of support I need, mm -hmm. then, yeah. you know, hopefully then you'll be able to, to bridge that gap a bit more quickly than, you know, I have to have worked with you for five years before you can figure out, you know, what, what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that speaks to just knowing ourselves Absolutely. and which sometimes just some things we can figure out on our own, but for other things, it really is helpful to have friends and loved ones who can weigh in and help you see those things that's hard to see for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of need that, that mirror held up, yeah. especially when it's interpersonal stuff, right? Cause you can think, you know, oh, of course I value feedback or I'm the kind of person who, you know, whatever it is. But then when someone can look at you and say, well, actually, when we talked about it, this is how you responded. <laughs> You're like, oh, right, <laughs> right, right. So we have our our values and our ideals of what of who we want to be or who we envision ourselves as. And then we can have that person who's coming into the conversation with love, but saying, you know, well, this is this is what I'm observing, yes. you know, and that might be different than, <laughs> than what well, you're it is because true and honest feedback or insights you know you're asking somebody else for that feedback and mm -hmm. since they they do care about you and they know what your goals are they're good that's the honesty is going to be there which mm -hmm. in if somebody who didn't know you as well they probably would would structure it a different way but yeah the good bad or indifferent in this in your hype squad you're going to get all of it that builds the, that piece the, the pieces together are the, the total picture yeah and that speaks to the importance of trust and building on your relationships so that you that you trust that the people in your hype squad or you are their hype squad, you know that they trust what you're going to say. So, I mean, I think you've had some of these relationships for a long time before they became your hype squad, but what are some ways to make to be building that trust? with this group of people that you've decided are your hype squad? Oh, that's a really good question. I, I struggle with a generalized answer to that. I can tell you what works for me. Um, so I, I tend to be an oversharer <laughs> for better or for worse. Um, <laughs> when I was, um, I, I did a, a boot camp to learn to code, and one of my instructors there nicknamed me Teen MI 
He's like, it's not too much information, but it's the teen amount, which is more than you'd be used to. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, so what I have found is that when I open myself up to people, they up and open up more quickly to me as well. And so sort of extending that trust helps me to to build trust quickly. What I what my method does not take into account is when that person is not trustworthy, mm-hmm. you know, how, how have I, one, how do I gauge that? And is it too late when I've gauged it? Right. You know, <laughs> so I, so I don't know if I have a good answer for folks who are not um, naturally inclined to really open up to folks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, yeah. I find that when I share other people share back, you know, I, I'm thinking back to, you know, when I was in college, I, um, I met um, a new friend and that day he came out to me and I was the first person he'd ever told. Oh, and it was like, oh, well, what was it about our conversation that, that made you feel like you could, you know, you could trust me with that. And and so I'm trying to look back and it's like, yeah, I was probably sharing some stuff. I probably shouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well then she won't care, you know, <laughs> so, you know, so it's, it's, yeah, I don't know if I have a good answer for everyone, um, but that's mm-hmm. been what's worked for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone has to kind of find their own. Um, that's that's it's it's dramatic to call it a safe space, but that open space where, um, like you were saying, if somebody else does take the lead, that creates that space. Well, if if you were able to verbalize that and tell me that then you've opened that door to to come to reciprocal sharing and and having that conversation so yeah yep now teen it sounds like your hype squad developed organically through these relationships you had built what if someone is listening to this episode and thinking yes i want one of those and, and might feel like they're starting from scratch. They have friends, they have people in their lives, they have coworkers, but how do you sort of bring everybody together for this purpose? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on which um, kind of areas of your life you're you're looking to, to build out your squad. You know, I mm-hmm. encourage people um, maybe at work to, you know, to reach out to folks and say, hey, do you want to get coffee or a virtual coffee if you're, uh, you know, remote, um, but just to to find some folks um, in your organization that you think, I, I think I would have something in common with this person. Let me, let me investigate that. Let me just extend, I shouldn't mm-hmm. say just, because that is not always easy, <laughs> but yes. let me extend yeah. an invitation to, um, to open up this relationship a bit. And then you can, you know, in that conversation say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm working on some professional development goals. You know, I'm, I'm wondering what your goals are, you know, maybe we could be accountability buddies or, you know, whatever it is. So just sort of introducing that relationship. Again, I said, just, I'm trying to remove that from my vocabulary. You say things that may not be as easy as, you know, the just implies Um, in terms of your more uh, social relationships. I think that, you can approach that for an existing friendship, you know, you can talk to someone and say, Hey, you know, um, you know, we normally talk about X, Y, Z kind of topics, but, you know, lately I've been really wanting to focus on, 
my development in this area mm -hmm. or what have you and mm -hmm. just invite them into I suggest again <laughs> but invite them into the things you're working on that and and say you know I could really use some support on this do you have any ideas yeah being being really intentional about seeking that support mm -hmm. and just speaking for myself I know that can sometimes be so difficult to mm -hmm. ask for or even I don't know what my goals are yes but yeah I know I'm not happy in my job or I know I'm not happy in my relationship or whatever it is and I don't know what kind of support I need mm -hmm. what do you think it, I'm glad that you said that because it is quite possible when we're in the midst of something in our own lives to not even really have an idea what what an answer would be or a solution or a, yeah. the next step to take is so you can't even say to somebody hey teen i'm having problems with this can you help me right um and i think I, just in my own life i know there's i can feel very afraid to mm -hmm. kind of throw this general thing out there um it's it's making yourself vulnerable yeah yeah yes really is a huge yes. piece of it and if it is someone you're close with you can it can be I've been feeling off. I'm feeling off. Have you noticed anything? Yeah. You know, and you might be surprised what, what people have observed. If that's not the kind of thing you normally talk about, just again, just bringing it into a conversation that they might be able to say, Hey, well, I noticed you've been acting strangely ever since X happened or ever since yeah. you, know, you changed jobs or whatever it is. And so you, it can be opened up with, hey, I don't even know what the problem is, mm -hmm. but things are feeling off. What do you think? Apologies. I forgot to turn off this alarm. That's fine. It's fine. The alarm was, we're talking about something important right now. Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget. We're talking about your it was, Right. It was, heightening the, it was heightening the importance of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, I'm interested time in making a connection between the hype squad and all of the the um the what led up to that that you just described and your forming um getting black women paid which did they kind of grow together or did, did one grow out of the other oh that's a good question i think getting black women paid grew out of the hype squad um mm -hmm. my my hype squad is not necessarily all black women um mm -hmm. and what i found when i was more informally mentoring other black women was that a lot of them didn't have this kind of support group mm -hmm. especially if they were um you know the first person in their family or their social group to move into tech right you know who are they going to talk to about you know, well, is 80K enough or should I be asking for 90K? And they're like, what are you talking right. about? I make 40, right? right? You know, so to, yeah. to say, um, you know, to have support from people who have the same kinds of goals as you and who are facing the same kinds of challenges in the workplace. Mm -hmm. I, I noticed sort of a pattern of the women I was working with mm -hmm. um, really not having that, that support group that I had. And so that was part of turning getting black women paid into more of a community to say mm -hmm. okay all the women I'm working with you're all telling me really similar stories you should all talk to each other <laughs> so you know yeah. that you're not alone 
instead of me just telling you, oh yeah, I hear that a lot. <laughs> you know, women are going through that a lot. It's like, no, you need to be in those communities where like, where you don't have to explain yourself. You can say this thing happened at work and the other five people in the room are like, oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yes. Right. And so, so building that community for us to, to be able to grow and work together. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I imagine that, you know, some statistics I've seen, I know that, that women in tech is not a huge percentage of the labor force. And I would imagine that black women are an even smaller percentage of that labor force. So what a great way to connect and help each other Mm -hmm. uh, build careers and then you turning it into getting black women paid to really be helping people intentionally um, with their careers. And I think it's amazing that it, that it developed the way that it did. Yeah. Well, and especially so many of us are the only, you know, you get to work and you're the only one who looks like you, you're the only black woman in the, uh, in the organization or even in the company and you feel so alone Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to talk to other black women who are the only in their organization and say oh wait okay we're dealing with the same stuff is huge and you wouldn't find that organically through okay i'm going to message my coworkers to get coffee right you need to then right. be seeking you know online communities or you know larger um groups outside of your specific organization mm-hmm. if the people you're looking for aren't there mm-hmm. and i would imagine too as the women that you're working uh, in in your group, they're probably from different, you know, probably different um, entities or different IT organizations sure. that the, if the word starts spreading, that it kind of reverberates, it, it, you're paying it forward as you were describing it, that as you talk to more women, then they'll see themselves in some new hire or another woman that's come in. And it just kind of grows and, and the outreach starts. Um, so, um, which is a fantastic way of letting people know that, you know, you, there, where there is somebody who can share some wisdom with you and, um, and help you along the way. Yeah. I, I originally felt very selfish trying to get more black women into tech so that I wouldn't be alone. (laughs) (laughs) original idea for my book it was going to be called come on in the water's terrible (laughs) (laughs) but the bigger we can make that's a book then i would open the jacket and go all right and how and i've got to read what why i need to know more (laughs) but the bigger we can make it right if it's not just me saying to three other black women you know you got to get into tech or you got to come do this then and they're going to be the onlys in their organization. But if there's a movement of us and we have a community, then that's a different, yes. that's a different ask. Yeah. We're saying, join all of us and, yes. and we're here to support you while you're there. You know, that's, that's a really different, uh, different thing we're asking them to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And well, tiny, in, oh, go ahead. Go. I was gonna say, and wherever the idea started, I, I'm, you may have been thinking about it for yourself, but I'm still not thinking it was selfish. Um, Mm -hmm. It's such an important, it's such an important thing for tech, for black women, for women in tech um, Mm -hmm. that it's, however it started, it's such a great movement. And 
Um, I just love how you support black women and women. And um, I just, I'm a big fan team. That's what I'm like. <laughs> You're a fan fangirling all over the place. totally fangirling. <laughs> I am. Rightfully so. so well, I, I yeah. appreciate that. And and I my hope is that my work can also show that you can be doing good and living into your values and mm -hmm. being doing good in the world and still pursue financial freedom and still make money. Right. And so I'm hoping to to show other folks, you know, you can make a living mm -hmm. doing something that makes the world better. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So we have just a few moments left and you really have very, very wonderfully described, you know, uh, the out, you know, reaching out to others and having, you know, and creating their awareness of what they can accomplish. But um, what would you say to an individual, a young black woman who's in tech and hears this, where to start and where to um, really, to how, how to find that group where she's working and living? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, starting within your company, do you have a women's employee resource group? Do you have a black employee resource group? Mm. Are there you know, folks in your organization, even if they're not on your team, who are getting together and, and talking about issues, right? And then mm -hmm. expanding, um, definitely looking online. There's a group, I believe they're on Facebook and LinkedIn. It's called Sister Circle Black Women in Tech. Fantastic mm -hmm. resource for folks. And, you know, people will post in there, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working on looking for this kind of role. And I've seen folks say, Hey, I'll do a, I'll do a mock interview with you. If you want to mm -hmm. do a tech interview or what have you, it's just a great group of folks who are there to help each other. So looking for those online communities, if you're, if you're not finding it in your immediate organization, I think can be huge. Um, I'll also ideas. plug my organization, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> there you go. I set you up to do it. Yes. <laughs> Um, so I have a Facebook group. It's called the Black Women's Wealth and Freedom Circle. And it's Black women who are pursuing financial freedom. And it's just a, a community where we're supporting each other. We're giving each other ideas. We're posting our questions. We're posting our victories and celebrations, right? And um, and then people are sharing their wisdom, right? I've been through that. I I tried this. I tried that. Excellent. That's so true. besides the Facebook group... How can people learn about you and your work? Absolutely. So teenzekus.com is the, the best place to, to find it all, the books, the speaking, the coaching, all of it. Excellent. Well, we'll put a link to all of those things in the show notes so our listeners can mm -hmm. find them more easily. And um, teen, you know, and I think now our listeners know, I could just talk to you forever, but uh, we do have to go because we try to keep this to 25 minutes. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for for writing about the Hype Squad and for the whole concept and for Absolutely. coming on and sharing it with yeah. us. Absolutely. Yeah, it was thanks great so meeting you. Likewise. All right. Thanks, thanks everyone. You. We'll see you again soon. Bye.